three, two, one. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 and all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? Good Friday afternoon to you, and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio this afternoon by Big Lou Maddox, and their good buddy is back. Coach Mike Lyles on the board. Fellas, it's Friday. How we doing? Good? Everything doing okay? Doing great. Doing great. Everything all right? Glad to be back home. Well, yeah, where where have you been, Mike? Give, a, give us a give us a quick rundown. Well, I had a not a play by play, but just took, a, a the took, cliff notes. Took, give us the cliff notes. Took a couple of days to go see my mom in Oklahoma City. From okay. From Oklahoma City to Denver and then drove to Steamboat Springs, spent a week out there in Steamboat Springs. Yeah, drive, you, you know, my sister and her family are moving from Atlanta to to Steamboat yeah. Springs beautiful, to live. Is beautiful it, country out there. Is it yeah, really? Yeah, and we did a lot of driving tours and stuff like that. Because obviously not skiing during this time, right? But uh, saw some driving. You know, got to see some. You know, got get in amongst the mountains mm-hmm. uh, around there. Then uh, drove back, spent a couple more days with mom in Oklahoma City, and drove back here and got got in last night. Well, there we're glad to have you back. Glad yeah. to be home and uh, get back to a routine. Long, long ago, uh, my freshman year of college, I went to Fort Lewis College in Durango, Colorado, my freshman year. And, um, uh, of course, it was during the school year. So it was fall and then spring, winter and spring. And I wasn't there during the yeah. entire summer. Um, but you know what I kept hearing the whole time I was there was, man, you need to stay during the summertime. You need to stay during the summertime is when you can really enjoy the mountains, the Rockies, the fishing, the water, you name it. And, uh, so I, I left school and I just went there one year and, and that spring I came back to Tennessee, but, uh, I kind of always regret it, regretted not spending more time in Colorado during the summer. And when you talk to people, from Colorado, you know, they'll tell you straight out, come during the summer. Yeah, it, it's beautiful out there. We, again, we took a, you know, several driving tours up and around the mountains and got to go see the Continental Divide. You know, of course, the, yeah. it's a big sign, it's what it is, but <laughs> right, but it's beautiful country out there, just beautiful. And, yeah. And uh, uh, got to see parts of Colorado I didn't intend to see. Uh, but it was a beautiful drive, <laughs> a couple of wrong turns and, uh, oh, okay. you right. know, and, and once you, and, and out there, everything's still, it's out, it's out West. So it's right. Everything right. is spread out. And, sure. and overall the folk, the folks out there pretty nice. Oh, I mean, yeah, just, yeah, I mean, man, you're from, you're from Oklahoma. I mean, well, you're not yeah. from Oklahoma. Yes. You are from I Oklahoma. Up, I grew up in Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of, you're not far from a lot of Oklahomans. But everything ski, in Oklahoma is flat. <laughs> <laughs> right, but a lot of Oklahomans and Texans obviously oh, go yeah. skiing in Colorado. That's where their, yeah. you know, that's where their go-to place is in the wintertime to take the family or whatever for skiing trips. Um, yeah, yeah. My wife and I, you know, don't 
don't ski or anything else like that. We thought we were going up there in the off season and coming to find out it was, uh, the summertime was one of the steamboats busier seasons. And a lot of people up a there. A lot of people up there. But again, beautiful, beautiful country. Uh, you know, just, I, I spent the whole week just, you know, just looking around me at the right. And did you, did you feel as though it was, I mean, in that rare kind of elevated air, did you feel like it was a the high, clean, the high, the they cl- were talking about how hot it was, how hot it was at 83. Huh. And they were talking about just, this was the hottest summer they could remember at 83. Well, the earth, supposedly the earth <laughs> set a record either today or yesterday for the hottest yeah. overall temperature of the earth. And, yeah, was, I, I was said, today or yesterday? I said something about. I said, "Oh, I said, be careful." I said, "I just came from Oklahoma City, where it's 108 in yeah. heat index." So I'm kind of, I'm kind of jealous of Colorado. Then, man, I'm getting tired of these 97 well, to. Oh, you, we hadn't even got started yet. I'm afraid we probably first got, week of Ju- we got July. a couple more months of it <laughs> yeah. to go. Easily, I know. I know. the dog yeah, days hadn't even started. That's right. But uh, one thing that will uh, get people excited: we are within a month of the first. Uh, NFL NFL preseason game, which is the Hall of Fame game, I believe that's August third, and so we're we're less and we're we're four we're weeks away. Month, yeah, we're a month, uh, roughly a month, month, about a month and a half possibly away from the uh, high school games kicking off, and then probably started so. probably two months away from college. Yeah, so, so I mean it's, it'll it's be coming, and you know, we're, we're starting on, we're starting on the climb. It'll be right here as we know it. Yeah, um, and we're gonna we're gonna blink and it's gonna be here. Yeah, uh, sure. Speaking of college football, Northwestern has suspended their head coach Pat Fitzgerald without pay for two weeks, um, not at the beginning of the season. But beginning right now, um, which is a little odd, but and the reason they did it, um, basically they, they received find him, they find him two weeks pays basically. Yeah, they and they received an anonymous complaint regarding hazing allegations in November, um, and the school announced that they in January they were investigating and quote the complainant's allegations involved football players pressuring team members into participating in hazing activities. Um, now I was in a fraternity at Alabama coach. You dealt with a lot of football programs, you know, well, went through, you know, you rough, know what we called them, you know, a uh, rough day. You know, they limited where I was, they limited it to basically one, one day or so or something like that. But we, I mean, it was a rite of passage for us. Okay. Yeah. The complainants, um, uh, alleged the complainant alleged that these activities often occurred in the locker room and may have started at Camp Kenosha in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where the team used to, used to hold a training camp. Uh, the investigating summary said that there wasn't sufficient evidence to believe that coaching staff knew about the ongoing hazing conduct, but investigators did determine that there had been significant opportunities to discover and report the hazing conduct. Um, and Fitzgerald's suspension begins immediately. Um, he will not miss any games during the 2023 season. Of course, they might ask him to because he went one and eleven in 2022. Yeah, and he's yeah. and he's. Oh, this is also that was uh, last year was their third uh, losing season out of four seasons. So they haven't been uh, too successful in recent years. I, you know, I know Tennessee fans. We played them in the uh, Outback Bowl in 2016 and. I think we beat them like forty-eight to six or something right, like yeah, that. Right. But uh, Northwestern's, um, you know, it, it's kind of the 
the the one of the Vanderbilts of the Big, Big Ten. Big right, okay, Big and, Twelve, you know, Big Ten type thing there, uh, or now Big Twelve. Yeah, so, and I believe the Outback Bowl year was the last time they were uh, in the top twenty-five. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, Northwestern, like I said, was one and eleven in last year in twenty twenty-two, uh, and they were three and nine in twenty twenty-one. Uh, Fitzgerald played at Northwestern from '93 through '96, and joined the coaching staff in 2001. So he's been around for a long, long time. And but, you know, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, they were nine and five in 2018 and seven and two in, in 2020. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, if you're having to suspend the guy for some type of hazing allegations with yeah. the program, which is a definite no-no nowadays. I was going to say, that's, that's one of the things the coaches need to keep in mind. The, the the atmosphere around sports teams has changed since you and I were playing. You know, that, sure. like I said, for me, it, it, for us it, it, at our college, it was a rite of passage. In fact, our coaches supervised it. Sure. In order to make sure that the and seniors it, it, didn't get out of line with it. And hazy, you know, right. hazy. Maybe, maybe it, it wasn't hazy. Maybe, so much. maybe when it is yeah. something that, you know, they have to take action on, that it is yeah. something that got out of line. And, yeah. the, and the, the word haze or hazing raises yeah. a red flag anytime you, you talk yes. about it. Um, because normally it is brought forth and talked about after something tragic has happened within the hazing within the hazing program or the hazing process. Yeah. Now, you, we know that – we know for a fact uh, the service academies, West Point, uh, Annapolis, whatever the deal is, wherever they are, we know we know there there's hazing that goes on uh, with the with the freshman classes of, of those service academies. They go on today. They always have gone. They will continue to go on. Uh, but the problem the problem where, they, where they've changed it though is a lot of it's become quote unquote. You know, relatively harmless when it's sanctioned, and I say sanctioned, it's been supervised or whatever. They they're a lot more careful about it, at least the official part. Now, what's getting people in trouble are is the unofficial. It's when it happens without coaches around, without without any supervisory person right around. within within and, within uh, the teammates themselves. They yeah. they do some type See, of of, of I, self. Uh, Self hazing program. Yeah, again with the, with with my football team in college, we again the coaches were there to make sure that things didn't get out of hand because we had eighty five guys on the football team and fifty three of us were freshmen. Well, and and they said, hold it, we got a ball game. We got a ball game in four days. We don't need you know, or we got a freshman or a B team, you know, freshman team. We don't need time. this guy getting tied to the goalposters. Yeah, we don't need like these that. guys getting hurt th four days before the game. So, that, but. This is also a team building exercise. So we, and it, again, it was silly stuff. It, I mean, it, it, yeah, it was, I mean, stuff like you know, I mean, uh, push up, make them do, it. yeah, stuff like that, make them carry your pads back into the locker room. That, that stuff, you know, like it was, normal. It was, you know, we had, uh, you know, we, we had to go do up downs in a in a pile of in a, in a water puddle that was filled with cut grass. You know, sure. go, but you do it, over you here. do it as a unit. Yeah, you do yeah. it as a team. Right. And, and it th was, thus it's kind of a unifying it's a unifying yeah. process that that brings a uh, otherwise not very cohesive uh, a young We've group of together. young group of strangers yeah. Yeah. will bring them together and and have them lean on each other in in in, in times where they think they can't physically push their body yeah. anymore. Uh, their their 
teammate, uh, yeah. their pledge brother, whatever, is there to pick them up and help them through the process, right. and thus it unifies the whole group together, right, it, Coach? It, I mean, that's, that's what that's kind of – That's the goal of it. Now, again, some people – and, again, this is why it becomes, you know, a kind of a no-no thing to do anymore is that some people got out of line. Some people, you know, went too far with Used it. alcohol. You, you start using you alcohol. alcohol. Well, you get people hurt, you know, and some people, you know, unfortunately – Poisoned. Uh, you know, we had we had an incident where even with the teacher or the the, the sponsor supervising one of our, uh, we called them social clubs. We didn't we, we didn't have fraternities because of the nature of the college I was in, but the somebody kind of made them. They were gonna they were gonna stain the letters of the uh, of the club on the players. You know, for and it was supposed to be the last six weeks wear off, you know, as your skin. No, it's not a permanent tattoo type thing. And they got the chemical thing wrong and ended up branding them. <laughs> so, for life. Yeah. I mean, scarred, burnt, chemical burned scars on their chest and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and of course, big big to-do about it, big, big, you know, big investigation, and a lot of people got in trouble over it. You know, a couple of professors lost lost their jobs over it because they didn't check everything like they were supposed to. And then, you know, the, the reaction was, okay, this is going to stop. Yeah. And unfortunately it was just because somebody, and, and the kid that, the kid that actually put the, the, the concoction together, what well, he felt horrible. Yeah. You know, he, he just made you know, a mistake. Had, you know, Surely. He, I mean, yeah. that wasn't his intention. But again, you know, these people are, are scarred for life but now, on, and, on this. And it was, it, it was, it was a pretty rough deal, but it was, it, it was one of those catalysts that, okay, people weren't too happy about it to start with. Now, here's somebody that got hurt. Okay, it shut everything down. And some of those activities that, uh, again, a lot of us look back and it was it was a hassle. It was supposed to be a hassle. Uh, it was part of it. It was part of it. And, and again, it, it, it drew you together because there was that, that, that common, you know, that common thing, you know, we suffered together. Now we're going to go be successful together. Sure. And, and so, um, I think there's a, you know, we've lost that, but we've also lost that control a little bit. Sure. You know, there we're, we're a world of extremes right now. And, well, and, and I'm afraid that's what's happened is that some people took it to extremes and, and now it's, now it's not a safe. Well, and, and, and nowadays in, in the court, it, in the courts of yeah. public opinion and the legal courts, uh, universities uh, have pretty yeah. much told their athletic departments, you know, we're we're not going to be a liability, have right. any liability here when somebody gets hurt or dies because you all are doing because your football program, basketball program, baseball program, whatever program we've also is, got are doing something silly and stupid to each other, and we know about, and you guys use the coaching staff yeah. know about it. That means there you within that yeah. lies some liability. Liability there, and the universities don't want any of that. Yeah. and I don't and, blame. And yeah, oh, I mean, under the legal, <laughs> under the current legal atmosphere, you're right. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't allow it. You know, where I'm coaching, no, don't. I, I'm not going there. I'm not going to risk that. And I'm afraid we've lost some of the team uh, chemistry that that gets built up in there. Um, because we, we won't allow, you know, part of, part of the initiation, if you want to call it that hazing initiation was to lose your individual and create the team. Yeah. 
Sure. And our our society now won't give up the individual. No. And and, and they'll sacrifice the team before they'll sacrifice the individual. Well, and whether it's society or the university or the whatever social entity that is, I mean, yeah. I, I agree with you. You know, and back in the yeah. day, I remember when the, there was a fraternity nationwide, and um, they branded, they arm branded. I'm talking about branded like brand, like you brand a cow uh, or a yeah. horse. Now that's that's they would you, that's going. You would to see, me. yeah, yeah, on their arms. You would see the. Uh, well, it was the Omega symbol. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go into what all three of yeah. the uh, Greek letters were for the fraternity, but the Omega symbol was actually, you could see them, it branded on the arms of, of fraternity mm -hmm. members. Yeah, and to me, that's, that's, that is going a little too far. You've gone past the silly. You know, basically, the, the measuring stick we always used was if you can clean it up that night and it's not going to get anybody hurt, Fair game. Nothing you're wrong good. with it. You know, and, and but but you gotta be able to clean it up. You're not gonna destroy property and you're not gonna hurt anybody. Right. You know, and so it, Well, I, uh, you know, so um as it goes, Pat Pat Fitzgerald will sit out, we'll probably take a vacation for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, change, change teams here and there. I probably know. would. <laughs> uh, you know, but I would probably say Pat Fitzgerald needs to uh Turn things around at, at Northwestern if he wants to stay at his alma mater and keep coaching up there. Yeah, you said, uh, earlier, you said earlier, might as well just find him in and just suspend him for the whole season I and mean, find a new football coach. And they might, they might, yeah. I mean, you can't do much worse than 111 is kind of the way I look at it. So, that's true. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's, uh, that's up to Northwestern and, and the people that be up there and maybe they can get that thing squared away. And tonight, and we'll talk about on the other side of this break. But uh, tonight is Victor Wimbanyama. Did I get that right? That's right. His debut in the NBA Summer League in Las Vegas after he had a uh, – now he didn't, but his security had a little shoving match with Miss Spears, and we're going to talk a little bit about that on the other side of this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Big Lou and Coach Mike Lyles and uh, – Give us about four or five minutes, make, make a little money, and we'll be right back. Ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black, got the bushes black. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. Joined in the studio by Big Lou and Coach Mike Lyles. And uh, guys, tonight, Victor Wimbanyama makes his debut in the NBA Summer League in Las Vegas, Nevada, Sin City. Um, the seven foot, and I believe they made it official now, him in his bare feet stands seven feet, three and a half inches tall. There was some question well she was uh, seven foot five which is yeah. insane right and so there's been some question and that his his height has moved i think everywhere from seven two to seven six i think uh they officially put him in his in his bare feet and measured him at seven three and a half that's still tall <laughs> that's still a pretty good sized kid barefoot um, yeah yeah but no, what was it there. you looked up his weight though he's 209 he's pounds 209 <laughs> 
<laughs> seven four two oh nine. Strong wind. A strong wind will push yeah. him around a little bit yeah. right now. But uh, he'll bulk I'm, up. I'm oh, six, he'll have to. I'm six he'll, four he'll and weigh up. fifty more pounds than that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so get it figured out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Tonight, uh, I'm not sure right now who doesn't show who they're going up against. Uh, but his security guard went up against Britney Spears. Yeah. Uh, they were at the win. I, I noticed. Uh, I noticed the video that they showed. I saw last night. They were at the Win Casino, which is a very top-notch five-star casino there in Las Vegas, along with the Bellagio. Um, but anyway, they uh, were going to eat dinner at a, a restaurant, a new restaurant called uh, Catch C A, like Catch of the Day, I guess. And, um, of course, there was probably a lot of people there around dinner time, jockeying for position, going into the restaurant. Um, and Miss Spears saw seven foot, three and a half inch Wimbanyama. How can you, how can you miss him? You say, how do you miss? Right <laughs> there at the restaurant also. And she went up to kind of tap him and say hello. And, of course, the security was told uh, probably by – uh, security there at the Wind Casino. You know, you can't really stop in the middle. If we're moving through the casino yeah. or outside the restaurant doors, you can't really stop and take pictures and allow people to gather here uh, on the casino floor or whatever the deal is. Yeah, don't get in the way of the people spending And so money. that's a, that's kind of what happened. Um, and uh, quote, Victor Wimbanyama said, there was one person who was calling me. Uh, so that person grabbed me from behind. I didn't see what happened because I didn't stop. And he said, she, and he's referring to Britney Spears, uh, grabbed me from behind, but security pushed her away, and I kept walking and enjoyed a great dinner, a nice dinner. Uh, so he, I mean, he kind of didn't know what happened. Yeah, he said, I actually watched that video uh, on Bleacher Report this morning of him talking to the media about the situation, and uh, he said that his security team told him not to stop throughout when he was walking into this restaurant because it would cause a scene, you know. I mean, the guy's the biggest draft prospect since LeBron James sure. came into the league. In sure, he's a big deal. Pardon yeah. the pun, but he's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. he is a big deal. Yeah, especially in um, China. Yeah, and apparently she got – Britney Spears got backhanded to the floor, and um, but I did read that then uh, no charges are going to be filed. So right, and I think surely they, she was understanding. I don't know. I mean, yeah, Britney believe, Spears is, believe, is a big star herself. I don't understand why she didn't think it wasn't okay to just go up and kind of tap the guy on the shoulder and say, "Hey, it's me, Britney. What's I up?" What she think was going to happen? She hadn't been relevant in a long time. So they probably I those security could, guards didn't know what, probably what she looked like. I bet she stood up and went, "Oops, I did it again." <laughs> so, that was a good uh, but she, right there. <laughs> Uh, but he said he had no idea. Wimbanyan said, "I, you know, I, I didn't have any idea with Spears, and only realized when waking up the next day to a bunch of text messages uh, that his security convoy or whatever you want to call it, uh, security guys had kind of pushed her away, and she fell down, and um, probably would have stopped if he had known who it was, you know." Yes, uh, but tonight is the night um, that he gets to uh, get into a little NBA action, and I'm sure people will be watching it. And it'll, they will either be having that at the Cox Pavilion there in Las Vegas or the T-Mac Center. Um, the NBA Summer League is, 
about 10 or 11 days from July tonight through July 17th where all 30 NBA teams kind of play a round-robin developmental league. You won't see every single player from those teams. Some Some of the veterans opt out and they bring in rookies and stuff. But this is for the younger guys to get a little yeah, usually get, not a, get, their get, introduction, get their introduction get to the NBA right? level. And coach, yeah. you're you're looking you're looking for for Wimbanya to to maybe get checked a few a few times. Yeah, uh, if I don't know that he will during the summer because they're you know everybody's going to be wanting to protect their investment in the league and all that stuff. But I you know I, I can see during the season you know that's you know he's going to come into the lane sooner or later, and somebody's going to you know just see just how tough he really is. And whether he's everything he's jacked up to be, and uh, well, know. they say they say he is. Oh, so yeah, I, I, and, and he may oh, be. He's, I he's mean, the truth. Yeah, he may. You know, okay. I, I, he I, is I, the truth. I okay. have no doubt that skills wise, you know, and again, having somebody at seven foot three that can run a point <laughs> can be a point guard. I mean, he's like that's if, unbelievable. He's like if Giannis and Kevin Durant were the same person, and you added six inches to the guy and had better a better bag, a better you know. Set Skill of set. Yeah. ball skills. It's ridiculous. If you watch uh, some videos of the guy, it doesn't even look real what he's but, doing. But I can just see somebody's going to say, okay, I don't care how good you are. When I block you out, you know, when I set up for a rebound and I block you out, we're going to see just how strong, just how, how well you can do it. And he to, might, and he might be able to get the leverage under there and, and you know, uh, be to, able to hold his own. But I, you know, just looking at him physically, you know, he's going to have to bulk up quite a bit. Sure, he's just nine, che- and he's nineteen yeah. years old. Right, they'll be and checking him kid. down at the kneecaps. Yeah. That's all he is. <laughs> I mean, he's in Las Vegas and can't legally gamble or drink. I mean, you know, so it better. Time, though, I'm so sure. it better. It better be all basketball, is what I'm saying. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk a little gambling here, and let's look at uh, the BetMGM lines or odds on some college football for this year. And uh, the outright winner of the national championship, the favorite is Georgia, and they are at two to one odds. The next, right behind Georgia, is Alabama. They're at six to one. Surprise, surprise. Number three, and uh, as number the third favorite is Ohio State at seven to one, and then Michigan at seven at nine to one. So the top four come from. Two leagues. I mean, two, two as com- they as they two have conferences as me. they have for the last fifteen years. The top four, <laughs> but I mean, you know, Georgia, Alabama cover the SEC. Ohio State, Michigan come um, out of uh, the Big Ten, Ten Big yeah. Ten, or I guess now the Big Twelve. No, they're, they're, gonna, they're still called. Add, I think they're still called the Big Ten oh, uh, because the Big Twelve is actually uh, OU and Texas's old league, which back when I was growing up in Oklahoma, we were called the adding, Big Eight. But, oh, you know, there was the old Big Eight, and they okay. became the Big Twelve. The Big Ten, even though they're like what sixteen, seventeen teams, I think they kept the title Big Ten. Got you. Okay. Uh, after Michigan, LSU is twelve to one. USC comes in behind LSU, LSU at fourteen to one. Clemson's eighteen to one. Florida State also eighteen to one, and Texas is twenty two to one. And when and when Texas goes to Alabama this year. And plays in Tuscaloosa. That should be one heck. It was a heck of a ball game last year, uh, and I think that's the fourth weekend in uh, to Alabama's season. So that'll be uh, something to keep an eye on. Now, um, you know, you can also bet on over/under games 
uh, whether how many games do you think a team will win? The over-under is set. Like, for instance, last year, Vanderbilt had an over-under of three and a half, and they 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 busted that they busted the over on that by I think the fifth weekend yeah. in. Yeah. Uh they had Hawaii early, they smoked Hawaii, and they had Elon. Elon Elon, which which I always thought was Musk? some type yeah, Musk. No, yeah, they play Musk. I always yeah. thought it was some type of fashion school. But anyway, Bad <laughs> Vanderbilt put it on them. Uh won a couple of other games. And Vanderbilt busted the you, over the over in that easily. Yeah, we I mean, we keep bashing on Vanderbilt and stuff like that. You take Vanderbilt and you put them in some other league besides the SEC. They might do pretty they're, well. They're going to be actually pretty five, a fairly five, competitive. Five hundred team. You know, they'll be. You know, they could they could compete for the conference USA championship. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and they're up there with MTSU. And, and, and so I want to I want to run through I want to run through these over under wins and and we don't I don't have the schedule sitting here in front of me. However. Um, for instance, Alabama, the over/under is ten and a half games, and that, and I am assuming. Uh, let's see, this does this does include uh, the bowl game, so so it'd be thir- what thirteen games? be thirteen games. I would guess, I, but you know, I want But what about what about the college football playoffs? Then that would you, you add another game, so it'd be fourteen if you're going to be. So SEC championship. Seems like to me. Seems like to me. Ten and a half for Alabama's a bet to Oprah probably probably a pretty good bet. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, Arkansas six and a half. Uh, Auburn is at six and a half total wins. You can bet over or under these totals, folks. I'll take the under on both those. Florida Gator fans under. Take I don't. I already, five and a half. Five under. and a half. We under. under. You, I'll take five. Five wins. They'll get. Okay, they'll get that many, and they're in. The, well, and I'd say they're off. They're off games or they're uh, uh, non-conference games. I say this is old Napier's last Georgia, year. Georgia, eleven and a half. Georgia is eleven and a half. Uh, LSU nine and a half wins. Take the over on that. Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin six and a half wins. Over. Over. Yeah. Uh, they've got a tough schedule though. Tennessee Vols over nine and a half, over nine and a half yeah, with a man. new yep. quarter with a new quarterback. Not really, uh, a new not really. He's not really all that new. You're talking a guy that started three or four yeah. games last year and started a two or three the year Texas before. Texas A and M seven and a half. Vanderbilt, like we said, three and a half. Um, and then we get in some uh, independent school. Well, uh, Notre Dame is eight and a half. Another Dame, I was looking at their scheduler. They've got a pretty tough schedule this year, believe it or not, even though they do get all the service academies in. You know, they, Notre Dame always gets them in. Um, but, uh, you know, USC, who is carrying uh, the Heisman Heisman Trophy favorite, Caleb Williams. Have you ever, did you ever watch him play last year? I did. Pretty tough cat. He's he's pretty he's pretty, pretty nifty. But my dark horse, like I've said before, is Sam Hartman for the Fighting Irish at quarterback. He's my dark horse for the Heisman. With old and he's Cannon getting sixteen Joe. to one odds. And so Caleb is like at four Caleb Williams is like four to one odds. Okay. So he's high favorite. This is the way I look at it. Put twenty five bucks. I just put twenty five bucks on Caleb Williams. You get back one twenty five. All right. He's the favorite. If he wins. You're okay. Put a hundred, then put a hundred on 
uh, Sam Hartman at 16 to 1. Long shot. If he doesn't win and Caleb William wins, you get your money back. You put on Hartman on the 25. Yeah. So far, you're out 125 right now. Right. But. So you're right. going to have to win but, at least that. To, but if to Caleb, break even. but if the favorite Caleb Williams wins and my and my long shot does not, I get back I get back one twenty five. There you go. Twenty five dollars at four to one plus twenty five dollar bet. I break even. I had a chance to win sixteen hundred on uh, win, on Sam a, Hart. It's a win win. Yeah. So you you're know that's kind of what anyway. you know if you could, if you're gonna if you're gonna play that type of thing. And I li- I like playing. I like playing them. That's a futures bet. So that's a bet we make now or you make before the season starts that is determined towards the end of the season, season. first week, first weekend of December. Or if you bet on a team to win the national championship, you can bet it now and get good odds on them. And then those odds remain the same all the way through the end of the college football playoffs. And hopefully your team is hoisting the trophy and – Dancing in the confetti and doing uh, <laughs> confetti angels and all that type of stuff that sure. they do, yeah. you know, when that happens. So, um, but uh, you know, it's definitely, all- definitely over on the walls. Come on, Drake. I think you take it on the chin in Nine Tuscaloosa this year. I think Nine. you take it on the chin I'm- in Tuscaloosa this year. <laughs> And yeah, I think that, see that's the thing about the and ball I think and, and you're God pissed bless, off when Georgia comes into Neyland bless, and you get it done. Bless the ball. Eleven. Ball I, I, I think they'll get, the they'll get one of those two teams. I don't know if they'll get both of them, but they'll get one of them. Now, that's which one saying. they're going to get, I don't know. Bless uh, the Vols fans' hearts is all I can say. Alabama had Jameer Gibbs drops a pass, hits him dead in the dead in the numbers at the 15 yard line for a chip shot winning field goal. And the ball game's over. He doesn't. They, they missed it. They, they missed. They missed the field goal at the end. And you're you are ready it's to excuses. go to the Super Bowl. It's, I no, mean, I'm not saying first, that. No, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about going to the, the Super first Bowl. First time in 16 just, years. You just heard. They're, you're, they're, they're going to repeat. Say, they're going to do what they did last year. They're going to beat one of them. You know, did you not just hear me say that Alabama would win this year? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I say they take it on the chin when they go to Tuscaloosa and lose that game. Because Tusc- they're going to beat Georgia. Yeah, Alabama is go- Alabama is going to be so fired up for playing them because they think Book it. last year was a lo- was a fluke. Eleven and so they'll one. Be, they'll Where's be after Georgia them. Eleven and in Knoxville. Uh-huh. Eleven and one. The one loss to Alabama in Tuscaloosa. We go to the SEC championship and we beat Alabama in the SEC championship you know and go what? to the playoffs. I'd love to meet you all in the SEC championship. Mike, put this on the put this on the website <laughs> well, tonight. How long has it been since you've been in the SEC championship? 1998. Yeah. I wasn't alive. Were you bo- you weren't even born then, were you? No, I was negative six, Drake. <laughs> All right, this is hey. Every streak's got to start somewhere and we're, end somewhere. We're That's finishing right. up our second segment here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou and Coach Mike in the studio. You guys hang around another few minutes. We got our last segment coming up. We got to make a little money. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Perchowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. 
This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio, and that's the WKOM 101.7 FM out of Columbia, Tennessee studios by Big Lou Maddox and the coach, Coach Mike Lyles, on the board. And we were just discussing some SEC football coming up because we're less than a couple of months away from getting the football season started. We're less than a month away of preseason NFL games. And I pulled up the Georgia University of Georgia Bulldogs schedule. And um, I'm going to read you off. Yeah, the NCAA doesn't work like the NFL, do you? The, if, you if you win, you know. No, no, no. If you, it's not, it's if not you, calculated. If you're, if you're in the Super Bowl and you make it deep in the playoffs. and You're, you're, you're going to get the next hardest. You're right, get the hardest schedule. You get a harder schedule the following year. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, uh, the, the defending national champs, uh, start their season off on February 2nd against the Skyhawks of UT Martin. February? Oh, did I say fe- – I'm sorry. September. <laughs> See, that's my dyslexia. That's my dyslexia. <laughs> I was I, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at 9-2 when it should be – I mean, I'm looking at 2-9 two, two. when it yeah. should be 9-2. Yeah. There you go. September 2nd. Okay. Um, uh, and they will be. They will take on the the defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs. Will take on the UT Martin Skyhawks. The sacrificial lamb for the big Patriots. There you go. And Martin, the, Martin will pay for their entire athletic program off of that one game. Um, and then uh, I believe that's the Louisville Cardinals. They have, or either that's Ball State. I'm not really sure. Probably Ball State. Fort yeah. knowing. I'm gonna Georgia. have. I'm gonna have to pull that up. But anyway. Uh, and then South Carolina, the UAB Blazers. Another sacrificial lamb. Auburn, who's projected at six and a half wins this year. Under. Uh, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and then at Florida. Cocktail party. Missouri, Ole Miss, at Tennessee, and at Georgia Tech. Now. 11-1. and one. I mean, Columbia Academy plays a tougher schedule than that. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, and they don't play anybody either. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Try, I'm just saying. I, what I don't. You get know. It. And, I don't. and it, we're not just saying that they are 14th in the SEC after winning 
the national championship in strength of schedule. And there are 14 teams in the SEC for anybody that doesn't have know. have tougher schedules, yeah. They are in the last position. Okay, so in comparison, let's just take Alabama for the fun of it, okay? They start out with the MTSU Blue Raiders. Um, Which are no slouch compared to Their next UT game is out of conference but at home against the Texas Longhorns. Tough That'll game. Be a test. Tough game. That'll be a test. Power 5 team. Their next game, they they travel to South Florida to play the South Florida Bulls, and that's not going to be. An, they're always good. You no, know, they're not going to be. That's they're, not going to be. An they're, easy, they're, easy they're, there's those teams that are sneaky good. Um, they they're, then they're at home against Ole Miss. They tra- Lane Kiffin and bunch who Lane Kiffin always has a great game plan for Alabama. Almost beat Alabama when his uh, his last year before he left Tennessee. Yep, should have. Yeah, Lane, like Lane learned an awful lot while he while he was at. Alabama. Yeah, there you and go. And that was not only what to do, but it was also what their weaknesses are. Yeah. Good enough for the second greatest offense in this. Yeah. Then after Ole Miss at home, Alabama travels to Mississippi State. Then they travel to Texas A&M. Um, then they've got Arkansas come, that comes to Tuscaloosa. Tennessee comes to Tuscaloosa. LSU comes to Tuscaloosa. I mean, you know, compare this schedule to Georgia. There, there is no oh, comparison. Yeah, you compare Tennessee and Alabama to Georgia – uh, schedule and you know, wise, and, it's a gauntlet compared it, to a cupcakes. And I tell you what, you run into Georgia fans and you see they're beating their chest, and boy, they just they they they're, they're the they're the cockiest bunch of fans you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, because they're on vacation until you know they I mean, get to Atlanta. But I mean, if I had a schedule like this, I guess I'd run around I, with my yeah. with the top of my head blown off too. I mean, you know, going, hey, this is this is great. We just we're on cruise control until yeah, just, but let them let them let them lose one other game besides the Tennessee game or something like that and you're going to see you're going to see that they're the coach being strung up. <laughs> really? You think they're going to they're going to take Kirby to the task that quick? They'll be ready to they'll be ready to What have you done for me? Throw him in the frying pan. What have that you done quick? for me yesterday? <laughs> yeah, all about well, now. November 11th after after LSU at home on on November 11th uh Kentucky comes to Tuscaloosa. UT Chattanooga comes after that, and then Auburn. They finish up on uh, right around Thanksgiving with Auburn, as they do always do in the Iron Bowl. Which I don't care how bad Auburn is. Oh, uh, that's you, a war. You can just throw. You can just yeah, throw. That, the that's going to be a war out, out, yeah. out the door. It's always, always a tremendous football game, and uh, it's pretty much a coin flip on who's going to come out at, on top. Well, that's that's one where you. You really are always safe if you're, you know, the betting situation. You're always safe taking the underdog, whether it's Alabama or, you know, at one time it was Auburn. You know, Alabama was the underdog for a long time when when they were playing them, and you know that the underdog is always going to get cranked up for that particular game. And so, uh, it, it's, uh, you know, that was. I went to a high school interview high school uh, football or not football high school teaching interview the second question i had in Al, you know in alabama was who who do i root for <laughs> that they yeah, I, was, I said what are you talking about who do i root for i'm I, coming out of oklahoma I, i'm traveling I, down here who do you root for i said what are you talking sooner, about? Baby. and, and i kind of looked at it so who, who do you root for and i said who do i root for he said yeah you auburn or alabama and i said well last time i checked was oklahoma state <laughs> and they kind of looked at me like what does that matter who yeah, and they were like, it was amazing that that was one of the questions in my interview. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Vanderbilt, since we are in Columbia, Tennessee, and just 40 miles south of Nashville, Vanderbilt, who has a three-and-a-half 
total win over under bet uh, on BetMGM. Uh, starts out with Hawaii, who they smoked last year, and that's in Nashville. And then they have Alabama A&M. So I'm saying that's two wins right there, yeah. fellas. Yeah. Uh, they've got a Sam Hartman-less Wake Forest team that they traveled to Wake Forest. Um, That'll be a toss-up. And at UNLV. I thought they get that. I yeah. don't, they, should, they should win that one. Uh, then they've got Kentucky comes to Nashville. Toss-up Mis- too. Didn't they beat them last year? M- yes. Missouri yeah. comes to Nashville after that. Two toss-ups. And then they go, then they go to Florida. Beat them last year. Got Georgia. They got Georgia coming to Nashville. At Ole Miss. They've got Auburn coming to Nashville. At South Carolina and at Tennessee. They've got a tougher schedule than Georgia yeah. does. Absolutely they do. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. They better what, make their hay in the first half of the season. because yeah. Over the week, I'm going to look it up. And, and probably a lot of people know this. I'd like to know where Georgia's schedule ranks. I mean, it's that, 14th, well, it's in, the 14th in the SEC. Last. Oh, what, okay, I'm just talking about national. Overall, I don't know about 120. National. Probably close to the bottom. 100. You know? It's got to be. Yeah. It's that poor. Yeah. But you know, but you know what? I tell you what, and coach, you being a, you being obviously a football coach, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't pay, pay off well to pay, to play a bunch of patsies all year long, especially no. when you get down, because when you, because, if you're a good team like George did and have some, you need to be tested. That's you know, right here and there. You know that's right. You and need so to be pushed a little bit. You're because not doing yourself a favor by by scheduling a bunch of a bunch because of because you can play. You know the the Georgia can play badly and still be, you know, overcome. You, know, you can eleven still- and one going into the the final game. But if you haven't been seasoned a little bit by being tested. Then you get smoked by a Michigan yeah, or an a, Ohio a, yeah, State, yeah, a, a team that can push you and, or and stuff like that, that, or a team that has played a tough schedule, yeah, has had three or four, and has faced that good adversity, quality, and teams. had to come back through some adversity and, and, and stuff like that. So, um, well, we'll see, we'll see exactly where you know, and yeah. and like I said, that hey, you Georgia fans out there. I mean, you know, congratulations. You've got the easiest yeah. schedule in the United States and yeah, the SEC. You, you better I mean, be bragging you know, now because, you know, can, you know it, congratulations, can't, it can't get any easier. <laughs> congratulations on 11-1, and 12-0. and 0, But uh, go ahead. Yeah, I just, want, I just wanted to say we talked about this yesterday, the, the FTX uh, trading uh, that Tom Brady and Giselle were yeah. involved in. It yeah. just got reported that Brady lost $30 million in that deal. $30 million. $30 million. Well, there you go. Is that all? Is that all? Pocket change for and the rich probably, the ri- but still, man. And the rich get richer. Okay, yeah. I believe we're up against it. We've certainly enjoyed uh, the past hour. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Big Lou and Coach Mike. I'm Drake, and we'll be out until Monday, four o'clock. Hope you tune in. Have a great weekend.